0: Welcome to Jurassic Park, and it's time for b rolling Over. What's up, everyone? This is Nathan for b rolling Over. And today I'll be talking about some... I'll be talking about a movie called The Disaster Artist, which is based on the book that Greg Sestero wrote about behind the scenes of the movie The Room. Not Room, but The Room with Tommy Wiseau. The Room, which is claimed to be so, so bad, it's good movie of all time. Now, I've watched The Disaster Artist, and I have to say the cast did a fantastic job, especially James Franco doing Tommy Wiseau, spot on. Dave Franco as Greg Sestero. Alison Brie, though she had a a, a brief, brief role, but still she did a great job as playing Amber. The Disaster Artist, I've watched The Disaster Artist three times. The first time, I felt emotion. I felt emotion for both for both Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero. The second time I watched this, I watched these The Disaster Artist. I was gut busting laughing. Of course, I've seen the movie The Room, so I, I understand the behind the scenes and what what the scenes uh, came from. I also listened to The Disaster Artist, which which I highly recommend people to listen to the audiobook of the disaster artist with Greg Sestero narrating. There's a spot-on voice of Tommy Wiseau. (laughs) What a story, Mark. (laughs) Because the book covers a lot more and there are a lot more funny funny stuff happening behind the scenes and some empathetic moments for especially Tommy Wiseau in The Disaster Artist book. So I highly recommend people to read the book. And also, do yourself a favor, listen to it on audiobook as well. I highly recommend it. Is the book better than the movie? I have to say it's almost the Jurassic Park level. Let me explain. Everyone says, well, the book is better than the movie. The book is always better. Well, the book was better. But I have to say, I have to say it's equal. The book is great. And the movie is great as well. So I say they're on equal equal field. However... I agree with a lot of the critics. If you haven't seen the movie The Room, you probably won't be laughing or really understanding what's really going on. Especially behind the scenes with Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestera. But if you enjoy great uh, romance stories then this is definitely the this is definitely the movie for you or if you are an inspired or aspired a filmmaker I recommend you watching this movie as well it, it it's weirdly tells you on what to do and what you shouldn't do when you're on the set So if you're fans of the room, watch this movie. You're going to find this. Find this emotional, emotional, funny, and even inspirational. The third time I watched this movie, of course, I felt inspired. And then I felt terrible for Tommy Wiseau, because he did everything he could in the movie to, you know, get into Hollywood. But everyone kept on saying, I think you'll make a great villain. I don't see you as anything else. I think you would make a great villain. Vampire. Frankenstein. I'm not Frankenstein. I know, I'm just giving you an in, that way you can find a way to get in Hollywood. But well, I don't want to be the villain. I want to be the hero. This is a great movie, I highly recommend people to watch this movie, but I recommend first watching The Room before the disaster happens. If you are, as I said, inspiring or aspiring filmmaker, then watch the Disaster Arts first. And then watch, if it has your curiosity at peak, curiosity at peak, of wondering what is this strange man and this strange movie that he made, then go watch the movie as well. The next movie, I, I asked people of the next movie that, that I should talk about. Because I'm, I'm trying to catch up movies that I, I didn't see in the theaters. Black Pamper, I know, I know everyone's going to get mad at me, that I did not see Black Pamper in the theaters. Thor, Ragnarok, Deadpool 2, and Paddington. So I, I put on an, an Instagram post, okay, which movie should I watch next? And only one person commented while well, thirteen people just looked at the looked at the question Okay. And they recommended Black Panther. It's good. Now, let me explain the funny story with why I haven't seen the Black Panther yet. You're gonna find this one. Okay. First off, I don't like watching movies when it's really hyped up. I mean, unless if I want to see the movie and I go, okay, my curiosity is at peak, I'm curious where this movie goes, where the story goes, what these characters do, alright, I want to go see it. I try not to fall the audience. I only fall with what I know. I will enjoy. With the Black Panther trailer, I was mixed and all honesty. I enjoy what the World Building kind of thought is, but I enjoy the fact also they're trying to show a positive light to African culture. Definitely appreciate and commend, and wish more movies involved with in Africa showed that positive life. Cause it's not all slavery and apartheid and, and all that stuff. There, there is beauty in everything. Well, let's say not. Let's say everything. Almost in every single country that you are in, there is there is something that has your interest. That has you curious on wanting to learn more. I know Wakanda is a fictional country, but you get curious about a culture. That's what I'm trying to say. And also, I actually had a chance to go see hand during the years. It's just I had a haircut appointment. But also, it was my, my friend's it on St. Patrick's Day. And I didn't want to risk... Sorry for me going to stereotype, but I was worried about people uh, from driving about the risk of a drunk driver hitting, uh, getting into a car crash or a drunk driver I know that sounds weird, but I just didn't want to risk it. Also, uh, with traffic as well, terrible traffic. But my friends and I made an agreement. I told them, you go on ahead and see Black Panther in the theaters and what promised that we will go see Avengers Infinity War together. Alright. So, I saw Avengers Infinity War. I thought it was good. But Thanos was great. Josh Brolin did a great job as, well as Thanos. Finally, we have a great Marvel Cinematic Universe villain. Finally, Which it's not saying a lot because there's not really a lot of great Marvel Cinematic Universe villains. They know how to make superheroes. They know how to make superheroes. They're quips, quips, but not being able to make a great villain in most of the movies, it's just terrible, because if you have an interesting villain, that makes the hero more interesting when they fight with the villain. And I'm hoping that when I watch Black Panther, they took a page from that. I, I think the main villain is no longer played by Michael Jordan. Which, come to think of it, I'm just hoping the reason why they didn't pick a lot of the roles he got picked in wasn't because he has the same name as Michael Jordan. And I'm hoping that people weren't fooled on thinking it was Michael Jordan, the basketball player. I really doubt that is the reason. But it would, be the it would be. maybe It some implications. Maybe. Anyway, sorry to go off my- So, Avengers Infinity War, and I watched Avengers Infinity War, and I saw China and Wakanda were there. and also the female heroines of Wakanda, gosh, I I enjoyed, I, I, I enjoyed them in Avengers Infinity War. When, whenever they give this man a shield, like alright. Alright. All right, yeah, just for that, just for that. You're making me want to watch Black Panther after this. You're, you're making me want to watch Black Panther after this. Am I? Like, oh, okay. Okay. Avengers: Infinity War. You have convinced me to watch Black Panther as soon as I have enough money to buy it. To buy it. Legally, all. Just just buy on YouTube or Amazon or any of those platforms. Or just to buy for Direct TV and I also enjoyed, sorry to go off topic again, uh, with Avengers Infinity War, I was saying I really enjoyed Thor, Thor is funny, Thor is a great character in Avengers Infinity War, I really enjoyed Thor in Avengers Infinity War, and one of my buddies uh, told me, if you enjoyed him in Avengers Infinity War, you'll really enjoy Thor Ragnarok, because pretty much Thor is that way, and. For And Ragnarok. So that's the reason why I'm saying, okay, so Ragnarok has just been added to the list of movies that I I need to watch. So, anyways, so for the next podcast, I'll be doing a review on Black Panther as soon as I watch it. And hopefully I don't have to say in the same sentence, I thought Black Panther was terrible. Which the reason why I will first have on a podcast if that comes to that. Because trust me, I don't want to say those words of the most most anticipated African American, pretty much was the most anticipated film, but the even more anticipated African American film, and if I say the words and I show my face, well, let me tell you, even the 10th level of hell in Dante's Inferno will be nothing compared to what I would probably with the Another reason why I did not see Black Panther soon is because I don't want to fall for the hype train. I want to give my honest opinion. I don't want to. I don't want to fall with the crowd of like, hey. Everybody said this was great, so I'm going to say this was great too. No, I want to give my honest fiction and critique of a film. Which I will be first doing by podcast, by getting enough listeners. I'll do even a Stardust app 30 second review of Black Panther. But enough about superheroes, let's talk about childhood rides. So, I unfortunately found out that Jurassic Park the ride is now closed down. It closed down on September 3rd. And I'm really sad because I have great memories with Jurassic Park the ride. From my middle school trip to my 16th, 17th birthday with my friends, my family. I made sure that Jurassic Park to ride was one of the first free rides that I would ride on on the same day or at Universal Studios Hollywood. Unfortunately, I had to go the path of that's the future to ride. will not miss you Jurassic Park The ride, you gave me great memories, especially every single time the bridge opened for, and every single time I was a little the same, or you look like an impression in and now the words, wrong. okay, cut off because I don't know. But you know the song. The, the, oh, as you embrace in the dinosaurs, as you see a wonder. here near the right, near the, end of the right, you feel that there's tension. You. Feel the raptors. Feel the Laposaurus spit venom on you. Which was actually really just a little water. And go up, go up this ramp. See the velociraptors are loose! And see you look to the T-Rex that's coming in. And the only way to escape a four foot ones right down. And you see the T-Rex go. I, I can't do a great T-Rex. Let's go and get the idea and comes out its head, out of the waterfall, and it comes at you, almost farting you off the raft. All I have to say is, good luck to the engineers and designers for Jurassic World The Ride, because it will be a success, if they even find a way to make it equal as great as a ride of Jurassic Park, the ride. Now, all I can see with Jurassic Park, the ride is obviously you need to add a It and maybe, for, you know, have it maybe similar but not exactly. Hey, instead of a raft, why not a motorcycle? You know, have have people ride a motorcycle. But you make a little bit bigger motorcycle. But maybe you can't do any foot one. Maybe you can find a way to make it maybe maybe 30 feet, and then kind of like you can kind of have a kind of a ramp that goes up and down, and it's like almost as if you're riding a motorcycle and you just kind of fell off a of cliff and now you're on the rocks, down the cliff. That wouldn't be a bad idea. And then like, oh, shit, Yeah, You're just trying to take control of the motorcycle. And then finally, you successfully found a way to keep control. And that's the end of the ride. Two. At least at the end of the ride, have Indominus Rex and the T-Rex fight each other it's similar to a star spoiler for Jurassic World, at uh, near the end of the Jurassic World. And then, out of the waterfall, T Rex, see the Mosasaur coming with its big jaws and nearly fight us off. But at some point for the ride, they, they need Charlie, Echo, Blue, get the last the lost Raptor And have them be around a ledge. Maybe even have it be, okay, so you kind of see the Indominus Rex and if people look, and then the Indominus Rex disappears. And then you see Four Velociraptors, kind of going around a path, and they are chasing after. They wonder what they're chasing after. Well, I don't know, but they're chasing after something, and it has this entice. And then maybe if they wanted to, you know, take some of the dinosaurs that weren't you from the books of Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park: The Lost World. Books of those dinosaurs in the Jurassic World. That way they can find use. Use for those dinosaurs that haven't been in the movies yet. I, uh, It should be interesting or what they come up with once they reopen and it's Jurassic World of stuff. Yeah, it should be interesting. And I'm definitely looking forward to getting the, an excuse to want to come back to Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah, sure, the wonderful wizarding world of Harry Potter. I am in, is that Universal Studios Hollywood now? Yeah, that had me curious planning Hollywood, uh, so I needed one more, and I think that might be the one that will get me, get me to go and even maybe learn how to know how to save and have better prices, cheaper uh, prices uh, going down to do you know, studios. But also, we need to find a way to actually deal with one of the first couple people on that run. And someone needs to tell him he got rid of the plunge because he said in an interview that he will never go on the ride unless if he was let off when it got near the plunge. Because he didn't want to deal with that 84 foot vertical plunge. So once you know that the ride has changed, there's no way to the fourth If there's still if they got rid of it, then yeah, you don't really need to just, um, Jurassic Road Ride, you know, big Jurassic Park, you know, come to reality and movies, looking great, but you can be part of, you know, testing out the new ride. And see what you think. The NFL season is coming up and I have to say it's really looks interesting, especially on the NFC side. You have, you have the LA Rams, you have the LA Rams, you have the Eagles, you have the Falcons, you have the Saints, you have the Panthers. Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers, and how could you forget the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers? And also some teams on the rise in the NFC, maybe Arizona and the Mississippi Bears. And then on the AFC, I feel that the New England Patriots will find a way to return back to the Super Bowl yet again. But still there's, still there's still some competition uh, the Texans. The, Jacks, the Jaguars get close to the games in the Super Bowl last year. The Tennessee Titans. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. The LA Chargers. Will be on the rise and hopefully they come one of the playoff this year. But it's interesting, with all this parity, with all this parity, a lot of people. in the college football season because of the fact that people only see possibly only two teams to win all. Alabama, Crimson Tide, and Titans, Florida, Buncha Tigers. Yes, college football have their rivalries. Yes, they have David versus Goliath. Yes, they have their traditions. But how can you look forward to a season when you feel it's either one team or another team and that's it. Kaepernick would have been just known for uh, the quarterback for San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl 47. Yes, Super Bowl 47. And he had the longest touchdown run for a quarterback how he nearly helped the San Francisco 49ers win the Super Bowl with a comeback of, nearly pulled off a comeback of, what was it, 44-6. But, but actually Colin Kaepernick will be known for kneeling, kneeling during the National Anthem, or for the rights of, that he doesn't believe in police brutality you know, against black people, I understand. And, the, the, yeah, for Colin Kaepernick, the Nike having Colin Kaepernick be for, you know, having part of his advertisement, I'm honestly indifferent different about it. I'm not outright. I'm just Okay. You alright. You you gave him he he will advertise the night. Alright. Alright, good for you. I am just indifferent in all honesty. Usually I just if if you don't want to watch something, then don't watch it. I, I usually just don't watch the players kneeling uh, for the National Anthem, I, I just, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I'm just, okay, I just want to watch some football, which I have a feeling, well, this sport might not exist after five years from now, I'm thinking. So I'm, in, I'm enjoying my hand while I can have it, while I can walk. And yeah. So thank you all for listening to the podcast of Be rolling Over. As I'm Nathan saying, so long,